The Rant Network, with Stuart Brisgell and David Solomon. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. You think about it, we rant about it. Listen to us live on Facebook. What's going on, everybody? It's Wednesday. It's a hump day. And let me tell you something. I'm back from the city of Toronto. Happy to be back in my seat. Thank you, David, for running the show without me. And, uh, you know, again, rough days dealing with uh, family matters. But we're here to talk about the shortage in the labor market and how will it impact our future. Now, I'm in the United States. David Solomon's in Canada. We both have, again, two different perspectives on this that may actually be the same. But we're sitting in two different countries. And so I find the issues here being... Uh, you know, I guess a cross between the beginnings of another industrial revolution, which is a, a big stretch. We're talking about unemployment, shortage of labor or underemployment or overemployment. And now I'm bringing up industrial revolution. And I hope to have enough time in this quarter hour with David to explain <laughs> why this is an important fact. David, why don't you lead or do you want me to take it over? You tell well, you me. Know, I'm going to tell you something. Part of the labor shortage problem, folks, let's put Let's put the cards on the table. Have you been to a restaurant lately? Have you seen the, the, the or a manufacturing plant, the desperation of trying to find any employees? And everybody likes to blame the other politician. And the da, 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 da. But at the end of the day, we knew going before we went into this pandemic, we were starting to see a shortage of labor and governments failed to react quickly. And in Canada, God bless Mr. Trudeau. He realized that if he plays his cards right, he can get reelected. Because he's going to pay people to stay home and not have to go to work. And it's better that way. Because what Mr. Trudeau basically did was he let 7 million people, he paid them, 7 million people, he paid them to stay home. Don't go to work. Now, what could have been done differently here is Mr. Trudeau could have actually paid employers, companies, to pay the employees to stay to work. Yep. No, they didn't. Stuart, they didn't. What he did was... He paid him. He realized that if he pays the seven million, now we're a population of thirty-three million. That's not the work uh, force. That's the population. If you pay a quarter of the people to stay home, how many of them are going to vote for you in the next election? And here we are, uh, 24, uh, 2021, and Mr. Trudeau called an election in the middle of a pandemic, and he's telling everybody, "If you vote for me, I'll continue paying you." you so know, what? Amazing yeah. politics at your expense. Right. And so what ends up happening is that Mr. Trudeau also misled people because this program was taxable. He didn't tell people it's taxable. He told them, but when it came to tax time, you see, our tax is at, like you guys, April 15th, we're April 30th. When it came time for taxes, he said, basically, okay, oh, you don't have to worry about that till 2022. Again, an election campaign move on his part. Him and... Ms. Freeland, our finance minister and deputy prime minister, both coerced all of Canadians, stay home. I'm going to pay you to stay home and create this labor shortage in turn, but at least you're going to vote for me. Nobody cares, nobody whatever. Now, the SIR program ended, but there are other programs that have continued that permit people, even if they don't have employment insurance, to go on almost another entire year. Again, Mr. Trudeau is paying people to stay home. 
What's the expense, Stuart? And you and I both know this. And I've got to tell you, we went into a, um, to give you an idea of just how, how bad CERB was before I get into the impact. My son, as you, as I've said before, worked at a, at a local bank branch. And what the government offered him and what he was making in salary, they said, why am I bothering to go to work? I could stay home. Now, I told them it doesn't work well because if you, you need to pad your resume and you need to show people that you're working so that you go on to your next job, which he did eventually. But he knew many people who quit and went home to get to pay, be paid to stay home. That's Mr. Trudeau's idea. Now, here we are in 2021. I went to a restaurant and the, the owners tells me I have to close the restaurant for two weeks. And I said, what's going on? He goes, I can't find staff. They're staying yep. home. I, we run a company, we're looking for programmers, artists, developers, we can't find staff. Now we nope. think, oh, oh, hold on a second. They're saying, oh, wait a minute, David, you're not being competitive. But then why are other larger companies in our domain suffering just as much? Stuart, I'm going to pass the ball back to you, but I got to tell you, in this case, this labor shortage could have been better handled by governments. And I blame Mr. Trudeau and his liberal suckers who wanted votes. And they screwed you and me with this labor shortage. So I'm not going to call anyone names. I'm just going to tell people the way it is. And, and I guess the first fact is you need to know numbers and you need to know facts. We've spoken at nausea about COVID, and this is not a broadcast about COVID. However, let's understand the facts. COVID-19 and any of its strains will never be eradicated at this point with science. All you're doing by getting vaccinated is reducing the risk of your hospitalization because the majority, based off of the facts, are people that are non-vaccinated. And the left in the United States spent an entire election cycle talking about how bad this will be. And now Pfizer is officially FDA approved for 16 and above. I would also add that the whole concept is the more you have people drinking Kool-Aid, David, in this case, free wage at home, or I can have multiple jobs, stay at home, get paid and start selling stuff or be an entrepreneur at home and double dip is what basically smart people that aren't going to work have done. But I want to bring us back about 70 years, 80 years to what was the end of the Industrial Revolution. Now, a lot of us don't remember the elevator operator. We don't remember the switchboard operator. We don't remember the mail room, right? Stuart, we, I'm a little too young for that. My God. I know, I, mean, I, know, I, know I know, I know. And if I mention this to a, someone our kid's age, and I mentioned a rotary dial rotary telephone. Rotary dial, yeah, hello. Right, you know, so, so let's understand the math that goes behind the nonsense. So as we remove the labor, and there is a shortage even in the airline industry. You know, I was in Canada, David. Air Canada didn't have enough employees to board a plane, Correct. not enough employees to work the tarmac and get the fuel yep. and, and remove the waste and bring yep. the food. Okay, I mean, it's a supply chain nightmare. If you're in a lease car and your lease is up, you are near screwed because you won't be able to replace your car. Forget the taxation implications about the middle class, right? And the lower class, because all this money is being deducted from whatever returns you might have gotten, or maybe a debt, 
But everything that you're buying day to day is going to go up. And we all know that flat tax hurts the lower end of the economy versus the upper end of the economy. So if the price of bread goes from $3 to $5 because the cost of labor went from $11 to $15, that doesn't hurt the guy making $200,000 a year or more. It hurts the guy making $35,000 to $50,000 a year. And the expression is a fair wage, right, for, for a fair day's work. But what they forget to tell you is that everything is just going to go up, and they call that inflation. Now, Whoa. I want to bring up – one second. I want to bring up a slide here, and I want to enlarge this because I really think I need to show the actual labor rate. So if we look here at the bottom, this is this year, right? January 6.3, 6.3. Now, this is unemployment, not underemployment. This is people that are off the radar. And we see the pandemic started at the end of the Trump season where everyone went unemployed in the month of March. But if we go back before March, we have the lowest unemployment in literally history, right? This is since we've recorded it. Now, what didn't happen in this period was there was inflation in labor rates, but the inflation in labor rates didn't affect the price of bread at the levels that the unemployment rate does today, because now everything's being driven up in expense. So I want to use McDonald's as my example. In a couple of weeks back, we ranted about McDonald's, and I put up a picture of a robot. And David, if you can find that robot picture, slide and throw it up, I'd appreciate it. But what I'd like to tell you is, why am I mentioning an industrial revolution? Well, because companies like McDonald's, where small numbers and large numbers are very different, they, as a massive conglomerate, could absorb this artificial labor rate until there's an end and their shareholders will ultimately bear the brunt of this and they will end up being ahead. Thanks, Dave. Put that slide up. There we go. Mr. McDonald or McRobot will ultimately replace the labor that's now getting paid $15 to $21 an hour. Now, our government isn't explaining this to you. Because corporations that are dealt with this dilemma need to represent its shareholders. And its shareholders are the people that keep these companies going. And so now you're going to see, I believe, the start and the dawn of a massive, even bigger AI revolution, a bigger, massive robotic revolution that will unemploy more people well, than the pandemic. Lord, I'm going to tell you something. It's actually, I think that what you're saying makes a lot of sense. I think, but there's a, there's, there's a few implications here and you brought it up and I'm just going to reemphasize something. People don't realize a labor shortage hurts you and me. It's putting, it's because salaries are escalating to find labor, you're paying for it. So let's go yep. back to, let's go back to Bernie Sanders ran on a campaign to raise minimum wage to $15 an hour. And his attitude was, it's not a big deal. Hello. It is a massive deal. Okay. When was the last time you bought a cup of coffee, Stuart? Ah, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Did you notice that your Nespresso coffee costs went up? I did. You notice that when you go to a Starbucks, that the cost of coffee went up. That, folks, is labor, and that's what's happening here. And you don't you realize maybe a dollar here, or five bucks there, or twenty cents here, or fifty cents here. You're saying ah, I don't notice it, but check your credit card bill. Check your debit. I, I got a good one, David. You know what? What is the most underpaid professional? In both of our countries. 
Education. Yep. Teachers. Oh, sure. sure teachers. Okay. Right. Okay. So Miami-Dade County School District, because there's a shortage of teachers, is paying a teacher the same level it's paying a teacher that's been teaching for 20 years. Yeah. Can't okay. So, they, so let me explain to you something. The children that are going to school are being, teachers are being paid almost now less than those working at McDonald's. Okay, but Stuart. And, and, yeah. and a socialist economy, right? A socialist economy, right? You know, does a doctor deserve to make more or less than someone that works at McDonald's? Listen, you know, that's a little egregious. That's a little egregious. That's an argument, and I'll brand that another time because my wife likes to talk to me about how come hockey players and athletes make so much money and a teacher oh. and a nurse does not. That's a rant for another day. But the problem I have is, is that there is not enough yelling and screaming from the electorate to say, guys, we can't afford these escalating costs. We need to find a way to get the people. The media doesn't work. talk about it, David. We talk about it. No, because the media, the, media about the, media, the media doesn't want to talk about things because that's going to put, put, as we've talked about that, and if you've heard my rants lately and your rants lately, it's been about, look, the media is selecting and picking and choosing what it wants to tell you. But the reality is that if we're not careful, and and, and I and I found this, you know, I went to buy, and I joke about the cup of coffee. Now, I and my wife will tell you I'm a coffee snob, and I love to go to these independent coffee shops. I've got nothing against Starbucks, but I prefer the independent coffee shops. And I walked in to buy a double espresso, which is the cheapest coffee. And I want to tell you, the guy told me 325. And I looked at him and I said, in what world is it 325? He said, so let me tell you about my costs. I said, what cost? He says, well, coffee went up. He goes, but I have to pay more for staff than I've ever had to pay before. I got a better one. I got a better one. Tim Hortons, I bought a bottle of water. Tim Hortons water. It cost me almost three bucks for a bottle of water. Hey, you want to know something? I think everyone is drinking Kool-Aid and doesn't follow the facts. Listen, one of the companies I own is a medical supply business, and I got to tell you something, hiring labor is insane. You can't find people to show up for work. You know, know, if you look, that's the problem. Is is that and we ha- and we had that. I- I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. We hired an HR coordinator who, before she even started, quit. She said, "Oh, I found a better job." It's like it's an em- employee's world out there. They're shopping against you, and the reason and, and and again, you could go back to what you said when you know when the labor you know when when Mr. Trump had it at three percent unemployment, people were saying, "Isn't this wonderful?" And we kept saying, it's not wonderful. We don't have enough people to fill the growing job market. And then when the market went to the crapper because of COVID, people were paid to stay home. Now that we need people to go back to work, they're still sitting at home. Waiting so in the, the last in the last 15 seconds, because we got to wrap it up, David, but here's the end of this. And I mentioned the Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. All these people that are getting paid more that are juxtapositioning and trying to leverage their position, yep. I have a stinky suspicion they're going to find their way back to the unemployment line again. Because again, like the car market, that there are no cars available. Eventually, there will be more cars because there'll be a recession and the, the 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 economies will catch up. And then all of a sudden, deals will be around. Stuart, Guys, I'm going to tell you something. People, people don't realize this, but their job, people were worried about their jobs going overseas. It has been going overseas, but we know about physical labor. And if people, are, we're not going to find ways to fill in those roles. Your happy meal, your happy meal, your happy meal is going to go well over ten bucks, folks. Zoom has taught us a lesson. No pun, no investment. David, 
It's our end of our quarter hour. You bet. Let's guys stay tuned to us for Friday. We're going to be planning quite a fun rant again, as we always do every Friday. Please join us every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. Download our podcasts wherever you get your favorite podcast. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on our, on our Rant Network. Check us out on Facebook. We love you. Have yourself a great day. Stay well 